0: Hello and welcome to the latest episode of the Rangers Women's Supporters Group podcast. How are we feeling this morning after a Friday night football extravaganza, Alan? So,
1: so through but uh, it's nice to do a podcast when we're not all tired and want to go to bed.
0: I'm still tired to be fair, but I'm- <laughs> <laughs> so that should get me through it. Carl, how are you?
2: Oh, I'm buzzing. Like, my throat's fine because I was working so I wasn't at the game screaming my heart out but I'm mean, I just buzzing. It's just exactly what we needed to do and we did it so can't be much happier than that.
0: So of course we took on Celtic Friday evening uh, in the Sky Sky Sports Cup semi-final which was bizarrely on BBC <laughs> Alba rather than Sky Sports as we had thought but I bet you Sky are kicking themselves now after that game. Mm-hmm. However, the team that started was uh, Esser and Goals, back line of Hill, Medag, Doherty, midfield of Hay, Cornet, McLean, Arnott, Rule, with Hardy and Ross up front. Were you happy with that, Alan?
1: Yeah, I was happy with that. I think the biggest total points for that was that Vic got, kept the gloves in, Goals, and it was probably a very, very tough call for Joe to leave me and McAuley out. But as we're going to discuss, I think Brogan and Lizzie were, were excellent and more than justified their, their picks, as did Vic and Goals. It was massive that doubt we, we saw so many players back available who'd missed out in the last week or two. Particularly, i seen Rachel Rowan real starting. Rachel McLaughlin on the bench as well. So overall, I think we had to be delighted with the team.
0: You do you think Vic kept her place because she'd had the couple of clean sheets or do you think she's still just that it was a cup game so she was going to keep her uh, spot on the team anyway?
2: I don't know, I guess Joe's maybe just given her the Scottish Cup. Maybe she said, well you can have the, the Scottish Cup, Jen, I'll get kind of everything else. We'll see, you know, whatever happens. This is not the Scottish Cup, is it? It's the League Sky cup. Sports League Cup. <laughs> I got confused there. Um, I don't know, I was surprised Vic kept her place, but I don't think it's to do with the fact that she got two clean sheets against lower opposition because she didn't have anything to do in those games. So I don't think that's impacted Joe's decision. But you know, like I don't think it really mattered. Jenna probably would have been just as good as Vic last night. So I'm pretty confident in both of them now, which I never thought I would say. If anybody knows me, they know that I was never one for supporting Jenna five, but i kind of got on board with that now. She seems to have proved quite a lot. So I was happy with it. But as Alan said, it was nice that Rachel, Rachel, both the Rachels, Rio was back. We've pretty much got a fully fit squad now, bar Lisa, who's a little bit away, and the elusive Libby Bance, so we don't know what's going on there. But it was nice to see Liv McLaughlin, you know, first in the door this week, and she's on the bench, so it was nice to see that. But fully fit squad, very attacking, very happy with it.
1: I did actually speak to somebody on the way out the ground who's heard that it's a hamstring that Libby Bance is out with so a few weeks out.
2: Yeah. I mean, that's
1: some information, but uh, in, in no general when somebody gets told that, and then they heard that through playing yeah. themselves.
0: Yeah, we should have actually touched on. I know the excitement we forgot that we have actually signed a player this week. Liverpool forgot one on loan from Aston Villa. She never got on, Alan, but she was kind of warming up, and I think she was enjoying the atmosphere for our first kind of taste of Scottish football.
1: Ah, oh, but what an introduction. Even though she's no obviously come on and got on to park, and probably the right decision to put her on given the way the game played out. You know, it would have been a, a, a massive ask of her, no matter how much we expect of her. But she's certainly gone, surely going to be fired up to get involved. And if Libby's going to be out for a few weeks, she'll take, fill in that slot where she's uh, in and out of the team and helping rotate and keep, keep the team fresh.
0: Yeah, I've seen that Libby did kind of was on social media last night saying like this team and that. So she's obviously still kind of with us until the end of the season for us to kind of look after. So at least she's still kind of in and around there to come and pick up our medals at the end of the season.
2: Yeah, I mean, obviously it's a shame that she's a young player, came in and hit the ground running for us, you know, and then she's got an injury. But hopefully it's not too long and maybe we'll get some news from Rangers about what's happening there and potentially how long she's going to be out, but Joe doesn't really give anything away when people are asking her in press, con- press conferences. So we'll wait and see what happens, but she obviously loves it here. It's nice that we've got another midfield to kind of shore up that gap. I don't know what that was. Um But, you know, she's loving it here, so she can play the final and get a wee medal.
0: Yeah, I'll just stick with the kind of love thing. It's good that it's like another player that Joe knows and has kind of worked with previously, so it just shows the kind of pool that Joe has, that a player gets injured but she can kind of replace them straight away, of course she's got that, that many contacts for down south.
1: Definitely, and I think that every one of Joe's signings has added something to the squad in the group. Some have played more than others, obviously, but I think every one of them, in their own way, have, have added something. So... I'm excited to see what we'll we'll get from Liv we'll McLaughlin and I'd very much expect we'll see her make her debut at Aberdeen next Sunday.
0: Definitely. So, back to the game, Car. <laughs> we had plenty of chances in the first half that we should have went in a goal, maybe two goals up already, but it just was one of the kind of games that we were like, because I saw they going to finish with like one goal, because we were hitting the bar, we were just narrowly missing, they were throwing everything, like it is just sitting back basically, no trying to come out or anything, but it was just kind of a frustrating first half of missed opportunities.
2: Yeah, I mean, we ran over them that first half. We were doing everything right apart from putting it in the net. And there was, you know, Rachel Rowe had a couple of really good chances that, you know, one went just wide and one, the keeper gets a fingertip to it and puts it onto the bar and then claims that she never touched it, so it's not a corner. But, you know, we had chances. Lizzie was doing really well. Everybody was dominating them. They didn't get out of their own half most of the first half. But we just couldn't find the back of the net and you, you start to think, because of seasons gone by, is this going to be one of these games? But then you remember Joe's in the dugout and she won't let that happen. So it, it was disappointing, but I fully believe that we'd come out second half and do more of the same. Obviously Celtic thing came out and changed, but that's what happens. But we were all over them. We we just need to take take our chances as you know used to be said, it'll come. Yeah, Alan. It was only one team really
0: playing football. and The other was just kicking and lumping the ball up the park. But it's, that's not really a surprise. And I expect Joel would have kind of expected that because that's kind of how Celtic play. They've no, they barely can string two or three passes together when they're against quality opposition. So not the biggest surprise. But I think Joel would have known that this team that she's got are just going to keep chip away and get the rewards.
1: Definitely, I, I very much doubt Joe would be surprised Then, if, if she wasn't the least a wee bit surprised, I don't think she'll be surprised again from them. I uh, thought it was really key that we need to take our chances in these games because even though we dominated pretty much the 90 minutes, we know they've got to be dangerous if we give them chances, but a couple of occasions, uh, we've obviously been a bit prone to Balls into a box from set pieces, from him and I'd entirely a couple of times that Vakesson came very far out the box to get a good punch on on the ball and clear it. And one time the ball did come right back in. Cathy held in brilliant, just covered in, swept in off off the line and it just just made it easy. And I thought defensively we be a great game. You know, it started for Vakesson goal and the back three were were absolutely solid.
0: Yep, so we went in at half-time nil Car. it it's kind of disappointing, kind of frustrating that as we say we should have made up, goals up but were you worried at all or were you kind of expecting that it was just we'll come out and we'll come good?
2: No, like, I expected that we would just come out probably the same team and we would just do more of the same, we would just you know pin them in, dominate them, put the balls into the box and one of them had to go in. That like, that was my thinking. One of them's got to go in. We're putting that many balls into the right areas. One of them's got to, you know, make it past the line. So I wasn't overly concerned, especially the fact that twice, obviously the Glasgow Cup is preseason, it's whatever, but, you know, the game against them early in the season in the league, the same thing happened. We went behind and we came back and did it. So it was never in doubt that we'd have chances and then they'd have chances and we'd them away it'd be fine but obviously scar tissue you do start to "Mm, what if what if this is isn't our day what if it's not but apparently it's just always our day under joe against them so shouldn't be worried
0: yeah so then um, the first kind of actual goal of the game was unfortunately not for us alan it was for them but it was a penalty which i think they obviously had two penalties i think one was a penalty one wasn't would you say
1: I can see why it was given. I thought at the time it was harsh, you know, I'm I'm not really you know, probably difficult for Cathy to jump there her arms by her side. But, you know you just got on with it or you know, they're 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 quite good. They're they're record for the spot, so just despite the entertaining dancing from Vic on the line, you know, went one down and as, as car touched on, you know, we've we've shown a, a great deal of belief to, to come back when we haven't done this season, so I wasn't overly concerned, but, you know, as I did say last week, I'd been unreasonably sort of nervous about this game and that didn't help. Mm-hmm.
0: It's, so that was kind of 54th minute, I think, it got warded, but we just kept chipping away at them, car and then... Kathy redeemed herself by getting us back level terms.
2: She did indeed. I mean, she must have been feeling awful. There's not much she could have done. It's football, these things happen. The ball hits her hand in the box, it's apparently fine. But we go up the other end, and it's just a stromash It's just, Rio has a, a, a punt of it. Rachel Rose kicking it and everyone's just in the box. They just are clearing it, clearing it and then Cathy just gets that final touch on it to just push it over the line and you can see how buzzing she was. A wee knee slide just to cap it off and she makes up for it and you know I thought Cathy had a, quite a good game to be fair. You know we were kind of worried you know last season against Celtic, like she kind of struggled but I mean last night she was flying into tackle, she was clearing balls, she was doing everything, she needed tracking back, she was doing everything perfectly so to get the goal to kind of make us back level was just, it was a nice moment for her and obviously set us back on the way to where we needed to go. Yeah,
0: well, I think it's fair to say Kathy enjoyed
1: that one. Yeah, oh, she, she got a wee bit emotional when celebrating that, but I think uh, Cathy Hill's one of us, you know, and uh, that, that emotion was shared in the stands, you know, where it was a loud, loud, of support for for the team, and I'd hope that's helped get, get us over the line, but safe to say, Cathy absolutely loved that one.
0: Who these slides on Ashton? They never learn, they never learn.
2: Centre-backs for Rangers, Lisa and Cathy, <laughs> that's her.
0: So then we've had a couple of, well, we had a substitute, obviously Brogan, as she does, rolled the socks then, so we knew her game was kind of up. Don't think she was it was overly our best game for us, but she did what she needed to do. So at the 70th minute, Mia McCauley, come on, fresh legs, fully energy for Brogan Haycar.
2: She did and I kind of expected that would be the case when I saw the starting lineup. I think I said that in the in the group chat, you know whatever we need to do, get the first half done, and then Mia can come on and finish off the job for us kind of thing. Also, she didn't score, but she did basically everything else. She had them on strings. You know, she was just running at them like Brogan does. She was just going at them and some really nice passing. She was doing really well. So I was quite happy for her because she's so young. She's still got to learn, but she's doing really well for us. And she's a player that I'm really excited about. So it's nice that she got the opportunity to come on and, you know, enjoy that game. She she shows up in big games, doesn't she? She loves a, a big game against one of the other two, so it's nice to see.
0: Yeah, then obviously she was kind of being a man that side. She had, seemed to have the freedom of Airdre, because she was at her side and the space they were giving her for such a talented player was criminal, really. They just couldn't handle her. Yeah, uh, as expected, you know, the way
1: Airdre has developed this season and she can go into these big games and and still have defenders on strings. You know, going back to Brogan, your your thoughts on Brogan kind of echoed a lot of people I heard the ground, But I actually sure thought it was probably one of the, Brogan's most dangerous games in the season. Now I, I thought Brogan was doing really well, doing then that side and co- causing a lot of problems. But you know, we, we know the wingers are are really going to play ninety minutes, and we're going to need to. To use fresh legs. We're asking a lot of all the wing backs, and you know, Brogan done well, Lizzie done well on the other side, and then Mair came on and started doing me things. Not, not she was very quickly fed up with the long sleeves, mind you she'd been on about five minutes and then changed into a short sleeve top. <laughs> all right,
0: she got warm very quickly all that of the bit uh, So then we had a couple of chances, but again. No getting really anywhere near. So then, Kathy obviously had hurt her legs, had a bit cramp after all the running a bit. So she went off. Rachel McLaughlin came has came back after her knock, which is good to see. Car and then, obviously Jane Ross's kind of minutes continue, but she went off for Sarah Ewan's about seventy nine minutes.
2: Yeah I mean a bit later than I kind of expected because I thought maybe Kathy was getting a little bit tired and then obviously she went down with cramps so as soon as I heard that I was like get her off there's no there's no point risking it just get Rachel on it honestly I thought it'd probably be Michelle but then I'm glad that Rachel's fit enough to come in and play you know 20 minutes or whatever going into extra time if we would needed it kind of thing but Jane had a funny game in my opinion she was kind of coming deep a lot she wasn't getting Great service, in my opinion, so I think that kind of nullified her. But then I think they also put a couple of players on her just to try and like keep her quiet. But it just let everyone else kind of flourish in that environment. But I think it was the right subs to make at the time, maybe a little bit earlier potentially. But Joan knows what she's doing, so I couldn't really argue with, with the subs to be honest. Yeah, just stay with you, because we
0: had at the game we kind of thought it was going to be real that was going on because we thought she looked kind of not our usual self, kind of leggy. We were like, oh, maybe she'll go off and Jane will stay on. But obviously it was Jane that went off and obviously Rio got her it, as we'll come to touch on. But I think, as you say, they were kind of packing the bodies in that kind of middle where Rio and Jane are kind of at their best. And I think that's kind of why that kind of nullified that... um, threat that both of them have played that's where they're most dangerous eh? so yeah it was just one of the games for them I think but we still managed to get across the line.
2: Yeah I think it helps having the two up front as well because they can't you know put four players on each of them do you know what I mean so it leaves one of them kind of free so if they're focused on Jane it gives Rio kind of some space to be able to link up with the wing-backs or whoever it needs to be with, you know, Nick throwing long balls over the top, whatever it needed to be. So it's it's what they're going to do, they are going to put a lot of players marking our good players because that's what they need to do to nullify us. And then they're just going to sit deep to try and nick them because that's what their new manager said. I, I mean, I stupidly watched her press conference just to kind of scope them out and see what she was saying wasn't great viewing to be honest but she was basically saying oh you know focus on counter attacking we'll do what you need to do to kind of nick a goal kind of thing and I was like well I mean that's horrendous considering that you're one of the top teams in the league that's not how you should be playing football in my opinion but if that's what she wants to do and it's going to cost them points then go for it that'll make me very happy do what you want (laughs) but I mean it worked to some degree but once we kind of got firing we were running them ragged they couldn't keep up with us anymore and that's how it ended up being the way that it was, and they got a bit lucky with a couple of calls that, in my opinion, shouldn't have been the way they were called.
0: Well, they also got that kind of um, continued on for their previous manager, and the new manager being equally as rattled as she was trying <laughs> to wrestle <laughs> Nick Doc. Who takes on Nick Doc, anyway. On that. I don't know if it was to get the fans on side or if she was just a flash bullet or whatever, but I think Nick came out on top with that one.
2: I mean, she did, but it happened twice. Nick just wanted the ball. She caught the ball. Nick, it was a throw-in to us. Nick just wanted the ball. And then she also wouldn't give it. And then Nick just took the ball. And she was just screaming at the fourth official, screaming at him. And he was came over and was like, you can't do that. You need to give her the ball. You can't hold the ball. And then she was raging later on in the game about something. She was screaming at the lino. Well, you've obviously picked it up pretty quickly what they do in that club because that's what, you know, they all used to do. But... She's obviously just very rattled and Nick was loving it. As Nick does, that's just what she does. But she was laughing, laughing at the fans. Kathy was laughing at the fans because they were obviously giving her abuse and it seemed like they were fairly enjoying themselves just getting her right up Yeah.
0: <laughs> yep. So then eighty minutes and we go two one up. Who else but we Eddie? Alan. Oh what what a goal. And um,
1: we we were always teasing. And when we speak to her after the game, shooting her right foot and she'd touch, just laid the ball up and smashed it into the top corner. But, you know, absolutely brilliant finish. But before that, we've got absolute brilliant work for Rio getting down to the byline, pulling the ball back. And it wasn't just a uh, back and hope for the best. She's obviously spotted Kirsty McLean's run. She's laid it on a plate for her and, you know, absolutely brilliant team goal. And it looked like, once again, it was got to be go goal down, beat them 2-1, job's a good one.
0: Yep, yeah, but unfortunately, <laughs> that wasn't how it was going to play out, <laughs> because this game needed more drama, apparently. 89 minutes, Celtic get a penalty, never a penalty in my eyes. Brilliant tackle for Tess. To kind of, or I think she's even posted on her social media that she clearly got the ball First and then the player goes then. Never a penalty, but they got it and they scored. But what did you think
2: it? I mean, obviously I was watching it on, on my phone and the angle she got from that, she clearly got the ball. I d I don't know what she Like earlier on in the game, there was a tackle like that that ended up being a free kick. We didn't get the ball, and it's the same tackle. She wipes her out. I can't remember I think it was Christian McLean, was it Nick? I can't remember. But it's basically a uh, carbon copy of what happened there, except Tess got the ball. So there we go, it shouldn't be a penalty. That's just how that works. But I don't know if the ref couldn't see it properly. I don't know what it was, but he's obviously seen her go down the way she did and gone. well, it must be a penalty. Not much Nick um, can do in that situation. Penalties are a lottery. But you either save them or you don't. You know, it's not something we're going to come to expect of her to just do that and save them all the time, but... For me, not a penalty, ref got that wrong, along with a couple of other calls later on in the game, which is crazy because it's the eighth ninth minute that so much can happen in such a short space of time, but it did, and what an advert for Scottish women's football.
0: Absolutely. I think the kind of, at the game, Alan, we were saying, well, if that's a penalty and Tess was kind of the last player, then why should she go off? But she never got a card at all. So just a calamity of errors, as Scottish refs seem to be,
1: famous for? It's, it's my understanding with the whole double jeopardy rule. If there's a genuine attempt to play the ball, you don't get punished twice. So I'm, I wasn't surprised that Tess never got about a uh, card at all. I, I was just astonished that the ref gave a penalty because we, we were up celebrating that like a goal because that was an unbelievable tackle. You know, I was yeah, that might have saved the shot, but, you know, the girls clean through and go. You've got to expect her to score. And I've watched the replay. Granted, Tess absolutely cleans her out, but she wins the ball first. Yeah. That's how I watch the Rangers players tackle Celtic players. Take the ball and clean him out in the process. But the, the ref was a disgrace last night. But... You know, we, we, we can say that every single week, you know, just just clip that and we'll, we'll, we'll save time talking about it.
0: <laughs> but the drama wasn't finished there, cart. We go up there and we keep taking, put the pressure on them, take the shots, and then Rio goes up and gets those three famous ones that we love, penalty to Rangers.
2: Yeah, I mean, there's some... People talking about this on Twitter and online and whatnot. Oh, it's not a penalty. She goes down for it. She gets her arm yanked back. Of course she's going to go down. She's in the box, clean through, and she gets her arm pulled. Of course she's going to go down. That's how football works. You'd be doing it at the other end. So it's nonsense. But when Rio steps up to take a penalty, it's never in doubt that she's going to score it. And she did it emphatically. She, just, she knows exactly where she's going. Keeper goes the right way, and she still manages to get right into the bottom corner to see us out, you know, winning the game and into the final, you can not ask for much more, but Caitlin Hayes yet again giving away a penalty in a big game for them right at the dying moments of the game and they go on to lose it, she's got a habit of that, so
1: you you see
2: well, well, I mean, I, I love it, if she can continue to keep doing that I'd be more than happy with her, but it certainly seems to be annoying their fans, but we're not here to talk about them, but I thought I would just throw that in So <laughs> yeah, Alan, I think we, again at
0: the game we were kind of like, probably a bit soft, but I think the ref Having just given them that penalty that wasn't a penalty, I think it was kind of always going to be a penalty for us to kind
1: of, I think, things I think themselves to it. you know, Yes, it's, it's soft. There's not a massive amount of contact. And you'd argue, real maybe wasn't getting to the ball. But, you know, she, she's pulled back. You know, it's, it's a foul. You know, I think it was Chris Boyd said, you know, hard boiled or soft boiled, it's still an egg. You know, it's, it's still a foul. You know, it's a penalty. And we were talking at the game, you know, some around us were like, well, should Rio take it? Which is, I said it again, game, you know, that's moments that are why we signed Rio Hardy. And she she, she steps up. Possibly was the best penalty she's taken this season, but it was in the corner, in the back in net. We're in the final. They're not happy days. <laughs>
0: They, there was still a few minutes played after that, Karen. I don't know how you felt watching on your phone, but at the game it felt like we played another 120 minutes, never mind two minutes. But we got it over the line and everybody went wild. Some songs were sung with Can You Hear the Celtic Sing? I
2: didn't
0: enjoy it. Because they were losing. So <laughs> a, a fun night all round.
2: I will say it sounded great on the on my phone. I was driving home. I wasn't watching it just for anybody that thinks I was using my phone when I was driving. It was just on my passenger seat. I was listening to the dulcet tones of the Gaelic on my, my car radio before I managed to get home and see the final five minutes. But I mean, it sounded great. A good crowd, you know, on both sides, which is nice to see. There was some young team there on their side with their drum and you know, singing, going on. So it was nice to see that people turned out in numbers for it. And obviously they all went home very sad. And I've been blocked on Twitter by a few of them because they can't take it back when they give it out before the game. But that's that's by the by. But you can ask for more from the game other than just winning 3-0 and it being comfortable and not having any drama. But that's never going to happen in these games. So Joe's done it again. The, the squad that she's built, they don't give up. They just keep going till the bitter end and it, it's worked. So as long as we keep doing that towards you know for the next half of the season, we'll be all right. Yep.
0: So yeah, Alan we're into another final. Uh, we'll either play Patrick or Hibbs who play on Sunday. I think it's ten past four, I think it's BBC Alba against. So and we're gonna be at Tidecastle for that final. I think you're gonna have quite a good birthday weekend.
1: Yeah, uh, as, as planned, you know, as I top four, when I saw the, the dates for, for the season. So, yeah, de- definitely I'll, I'll cheer me up turning 40. So, something to look forward to.
0: Yeah, Car, hopefully we get a good turnout for the final as well, because I think last year, maybe it was because of the time of year, but it was quite, oh, it doesn't even feel like last year it would have been the year before. Um, <laughs> There wasn't as big a crowd as they would have expected, really, because it was cold, it had been snowing, it was icy, so hopefully this time, whoever we get brings a good crowd and we can get a good crowd in as well for the players.
2: Yeah, we expected more, and I don't know whether it was the weather, whether it was just because not that many people had kind of really got into the women's team at that point, but we did expect a lot more, but... I did, I think now more people have been talking about it. More people seem to be interested in it. It's during a men's break, which gives even more opportunity for people to get along. There's nothing really stopping folk. It, you know, it's fairly cheap. It's not a hard location to get to, so there's not really much excuse. But going by what people have said already, it seems like more people will be going along than than did the the last time, and hopefully see us lift lift that trophy again and retain it. Yeah,
0: absolutely. I like the finals, the 23rd of March 23rd of tickets, March yeah. Tickets, tickets I believe go and sell on Wednesday Yeah, I was going to say Somebody might be when tickets go and sell <laughs> So get, get the tickets go uh, we Possibly we will be putting a bus on If there's enough interest And enough people want to go At the rate people are saying they want a bus It might be <laughs> several buses But we'll see what happens um, So yeah, happy days with that one up next, though, we're back to league action. On our travels again, are we up to Aberdeen next week, Alan?
1: Yeah, another long journey, you know, it's been plenty of miles on the clock in January, but we'll, we'll finish it strong. Aberdeen have been a wee bit hit and miss this season. You can clearly tell they're stepping up, but they're still prone to some heavy defeats. I very much expect we'll be in parting with them. Add adding to that. I expect in the next two games we'll rack up quite a few goals and possibly make sure we we give Rio a rest maybe if if she's needing it. We'd obviously been surprised, not surprised but we'd we'd been boosted. that She started yesterday but she didn't look fit although strangely she seemed to get fitter as the game went on. You know the run she was making late in the game I think you saw how important she is that she's played the 90 minutes. But I'd, I'd maybe say we'll see one or two changes. couple couple of players rested next week and just use the squad a wee bit. Yeah, Carmen, do you expect Lyft to come in and make her debut
0: next week?
2: I'd imagine she'll get on at some point. I don't know if Joe will start her, but it just kind of depends on everyone's fitness. It's gonna be freezing; it always is up there. It's right on the coast. It's horrendous. So it is kind of an opportunity to play some of the maybe the younger players, the fringe players, players that just come, you know, the player that's just come in. Gives us that opportunity to get minutes in other bodies, legs. But it's Joe, so I think she'll go pretty strong to begin with. See how we get on, and then change it later on in the game. It just depends. Hopefully, the weather sorts itself out, and it's better next weekend than it has been because we don't want a situation where it gets called off like it did two seasons ago. We're all ready to go, and then it gets called off. So hopefully, I've not just put that into, into the universe and that happens. But no it, <laughs> I hope I hope I'm wrong. I'm hoping I'm wrong. But at the moment, we should go very strong, and then we'll end with you know maybe Laura Berry getting some minutes, some of the kind of French players getting more time.
0: Yeah, hopefully we'll see what happens. Um the game's been confirmed, I think, for two PM, so yeah. you can make it up there. Definitely do. And just to jump back to the game because I've totally forgot because I'm clearly still tired. Player of the match for last night, Alan.
1: Surprising almost because you actually didn't speak too much about her going through the game, but Rachel Rose, was utterly, utterly unplayable. And um it, so so gutted she didn't cap that performance off with, with that goal. It absolutely thundered off the bar, you know. Bar's probably still shaking now, and it's it's like twelve hours after after <laughs> she had it. You know, Ra- Rachel was raiding challenges. She was leaving Celtic players challenging thin air. Uh, she was absolutely immense. We we criticised her once or twice for maybe holding on to the ball a bit too long, but Rachel was unplayable and. That set of form is obviously why we we signed
0: her. Yeah, I think there's a good shape. for well, I think she got BBC Abbas one, but I think, yeah. as always, Kirsty McLean was just covered every inch of that park car. She was just absolutely everywhere. Like, where we sit in the stadium, it's was just unreal how she's just helping the defence out, she's helping the strikers out, she's just absolutely everywhere. But I think she gets it every week but I think Rachel Roll probably does
2: deserve it this week. What do you think? Yeah I mean I, I'm kind of torn between Rachel Roll, Nick purely just for what Nick does during the game but and Kirsten McLean but I think for me it's got to be Rachel Roll. She'll be emptying out her pockets and she'll have most of their players still in her back pocket because she was just absolutely at them constantly taking on shots, which is nice to see that she's obviously feeling confident that she's able to shoot now from distance, you know, working her way into the goal and, you know, she didn't directly assist Kirsty McLean's goal, but she was the one before it, nutmegging a player to get it out to Rio to get to the byline to play into Kirsty McLean. So she's just all over the park and she's an incredible player. So for me, it's, I'll agree with BBC Alba and her interview after the game of BBC Alba when she got the award is very good. Everyone should go and watch her. It. It's so good. The way she speaks about what Joe's built and their mentality and everything is, is very interesting to hear. So yeah, Rachel Rowe.
0: Yeah, I think it was interesting Joe's interview as well. And she was kind of as I've kind of th- thought in my head when you watch kind of like Emma Hayes and that she talks about mentality monsters and Joe's last night, funnily enough, started talking about that as well. And I think you can kind of see that she has building these mentality monsters that We can go a goal then, two goals then, but we're still going to keep fighting and going for the win, regardless who we're playing, Alan.
1: Definitely. I think you've even seen that in the games where we're dominating and scoring lots of goals. The fact that we're still pressing teams high up the park and pressing to score goals late on in games, even when, when the game's wrapped up. We've talked about it a lot this season where maybe previously we'd score a lot of goals in the first half and then just back off in the second half. Joe's not wanting on the team doing that, she's not wanting on the team doing that. And and we're going, we're going, we're going. And that that's got to be helping us in these these tight games, you know. Even we go a goal down. We seem to be making a habit of that against them. But we just keep going. I don't think after we went one down last night, we changed anything about the way we played. We just kept going. And if we played like that, it was inevitable we we're going to score. Yeah, I think we kept
0: saying that. They were going to golden, but we're having to change the way they were playing. But we just played the same way the full game because we knew their game plan. We knew how they were going to play, and we never had to change anything because we knew that their strengths are going to overcome them because we play football and they don't.
2: Yeah, I mean we kind of ran the show last night. We were doing everything that everything right, you know. They couldn't play the way that they wanted to play. I don't know how they wanted to play, but. Wasn't coming out how they wanted to play because we were just absolutely dominating them, not giving them any chance of possession, nicking the ball back when they did have it. We're doing everything right, and that's exactly what you want because I think in seasons go by we would sit back a little bit when we were a couple up, and whereas now we're just going at them. And Rachel Rose said in our post-match interview. That they're they get at each other now. It's not a case of Joe's being the one that's drilling it into them. They're saying to each other, if you're if you're not doing exactly what you need to do, they're at each other. Which I think is exactly what we need. We need everybody to be accountable for, you know, how they're playing, and it helps that way that everybody feels that bond to be able to do that with each other. So we just we've built a different machine this year, and for them, they deserve to go and win everything this year because of what they've done. But they're more than capable of doing it. So we just got to keep winning every game that's in front of us, and. We'll
0: see at the end of the
2: season
0: what we're on. I think we'll leave it on
1: that note. Thanks I you again. Not, <laughs> I did not want anything uh, when I was watching the highlights I meant to bring up. If you watch the highlights where we score the winner, we, we noticed a couple of players stayed on the park and didn't come off the park. You notice in the highlights, Joe pointing and telling yes. them to stay on the park so they can't start the game. Yeah, Even the wee details are not getting missed. And I think that's why we are performing at such a high level, because even the weirdest details are getting noticed.
0: Yeah, like Joe was screaming at them. I don't yeah. think she celebrated the one she was just like shouting at was yeah. it was. And then we actually we actually noticed at the game, just to touch on that as well, that Nick was actually saying, like, keep calm, like keep keep thinking, we've still got a couple of minutes to go. So the wondering mm-hmm. even at that point where we were all celebrating, they were still like like this is still still got a job to do come down and then celebrate after, which they did after the heel of celebrated, of course. So, yeah, as you say, small details, but it's all kind of added up to these res- results that we keep getting and being unbeaten, undefeated so far. So, yeah, it's looking good. So, as always, thank you to Alan and Cash.
2: Thanks, Laura. going to enjoy your
0: weekend. All do. <laughs> we'll finish Celtic 2, Rangers 3, we're at yet another final, enjoy the rest of your weekend.